0: Hey there guys, Ben here from Crossbar Capers and of the Smashing Crossbar Podcast and guys do we have a treat for you today. We are lucky enough to have secured some audio from the midweek press conferences for us to share with you guys. So we're going to focus in this episode on the A-League's men's. So first of all we are going to hear from Jason Hoffman on what his thoughts were for the game against the Western Sydney Wanderers, and what we can expect coming up into the next game as well. After that, we're going to hear from the man who hasn't been around too much. He's been on Ollie Roo's duty at the moment, and that is Lucas Moragas, talking about what he's gotten out of his couple of weeks on international duty. So guys, we hope you enjoy
1: <laughs> Alright, uh give us an overview of that
2: performance on the weekend, what do you think? I think an extremely strong first half an hour, to be honest, where we played some, some really nice football um, and we were the dominant team, but we kind of, either side of half-time, um, allowed them back into the match, which was disappointing, but certainly pl- plenty of positives to take out of the game, and like we said a few weeks ago, it's, it's a, a prog- progression that we want to make as a group, Um, every single week and I feel like we're doing that, but um, that we need longer periods where we have a team under the pump so to speak. We uh, we score goals and we can put the game to bed quite early. Um, In saying that though you know we uh, we certainly made a step forward and we're looking forward to another exciting match on the weekend.
1: You came off early in round one there was a bit of doubt about you for round two how's the injury feeling?
2: Yeah better than ever to be honest yeah um, it was a little bit of a scare to be honest Um, obviously early in round one which I was extremely disappointed about but um, you know with the medical staff here and the scan was quite positive um, I made a very quick turnaround and I was happy to contribute you know on the weekend for an hour and um, you know we uh, we certainly have a an in-depth squad that can that can step in and everyone knows their role and everyone knows the style we want to play and that's the uh, strength of the squad we have this season and um, whoever can play at any given time I know that um, everyone is confident in their own ability. I guess with so many new
1: faces in the team it's always going to take time to gel did you get a sense that you're starting to to get towards that
2: Yeah definitely I think um, like I said we we took another step on the weekend you know we we were really disappointed to be honest in the in the round 1 fixture how we started the first 15 and how we started the first 15 in the second half um, in particular but I feel like the start of the match on the weekend was great and you could see that we were very dominant we took the lead um, but then there's that patch just either side of half time now where we need to make sure that when we are the dominant team we take advantage of that
1: Sydney FC uh, I guess you know they haven't started the season on fire how had to rate them on the weekend and a, where are their dangers?
2: Yeah look I think like any other team Sydney is um, they're going to take time to build into the season you know I think every club had a, I guess, a, a broken pre-season, not the ideal preparation, but in saying that, that's no excuse and we'll focus on ourselves and it's all about the way we want to play with and without the ball and we want to dictate the tempo and we need to make, a, make another step um, come this weekend against what is a good opposition. Um, Val got his start on
1: the weekend and obviously did really well, set up the, you know, made some chances himself. Um, Oh, great to see him I guess in that starting lineup and taking uh, advantage of that
2: yeah exactly I think val you know in the first half an hour in particular was extremely effective and obviously you know set up the second goal as well so yeah it's it's extremely positive to have people like Val in the, in the side and all, obviously the substitutions we made as well had an impact um, so, you know semi silvera has been been very good in the first two matches as well coming and making you know changing the game you could say and I think, like I said before, that's the strength of, of the Newcastle Jets at the moment, is that we have a very competitive environment where boys are really pushing to be involved. And it feels like losing someone like
1: Stevie Ugarkovic and uh, Rami Nadjerin, um Angus has really stepped into that role in the centre of midfield and sort of is already starting to make it his own.
2: Yeah, look, Angus is certainly um, a mature head on young shoulders, you know, he's someone that. I think has been developing you know, very well over the last few seasons and now he's become a, a young leader in our group and obviously his performance on the weekend I thought was outstanding. He's a real workhorse for us and he's the engine of our team so you know, his importance is, is uh, critical to the way we, we play and with him without the ball and you know, I think the combination with him and Costa and when Geordie came on as well, um, you know, they're finding Daniel and Becker higher up which is exactly the steps we want to take.
3: Javi, you've obviously been in the club and in the league for a long time
2: um, and seen lots
3: of ups and downs with the Jets and rebuilds and and new coaches. But What makes this one different for you? Is it more exciting, the fact that you're playing this sort of brand of football?
2: Yeah, exactly. I think um, I said a few weeks ago For me personally, it's just so great to be part of a a team and an organisation with a very clear identity and how we want to play football. And, you know, um, we will make errors. We will, you know, it will take time to affect what we're going to do. And nothing's ever perfect. So it's always about trying to strive for that that performance for 90 minutes and and beyond. Um, But, you know, even when we have our lows in the match, it's still enjoyable because we know exactly what we need to do with and without the ball and, and we want to play a brand of football that's, um, that's dominant with the ball and I think, I think we've shown that over the first two matches, um, especially in the first match I thought we were very dominant, but in the second match, um, the first half an hour led to what I thought was some of the best football we've seen so far this season. You've always been a very fit
3: player, get through a lot of kilometres in a game, and, but you're also one of the older players in the team now. How, how are you coping with that style of just constantly running and putting in big efforts?
2: Yeah, well look, I've always prided my game on, on being a worker uh, and having the ability to, I guess, um, to endure, I guess, 15 seasons of professional football so far. and. Um, You know, the ability to to have freedom within that in the way we play at the moment is extremely enjoyable and it's a side of the game that will only come out more and more I think as the season progresses. Um, But in saying that, you know, my role is also now to be a leader and, and communicate exactly what needs to happen Um, on the field and with experience you recognise moments in the game where you need to put the foot down and you've got a team by the throat and and that was the disappointing part on the weekend to be honest after half an hour it was recognised but we just couldn't turn the cogs again to to go and get the second before half time
3: and those are the mistakes at the back and and when you're trying to play possession football I mean it's to be expected I suppose but has it been a little bit disappointing or is it something that you thought well yeah this is going to take a while?
2: Well, of course, it's disappointing in the in the sense that we feel we deserve more points than where we sit at the moment. But in saying that, that will happen. You know, when mistakes happen. Everyone makes them, um, and no one will be criticised for that. It's the, it's the way we're trying to play. We've got a lot of young players in the squad that um, that will learn with experience over the season. That there's times to times to stick exactly to the to the book on what we're trying to do, and other times just to be a little bit smarter. But you know, that's that's normal. It happens in every team. Um, but the main thing is, is that we have a, a very good response at the moment. I think you know, with the errors we've copped, we've had a really good response in round one where we, we left it a bit too late, I think, to, to get the goal back. But obviously we struck back and leveled the score straight away you know, pretty much on the weekend against the Wanderers. So that's a really good sign as well from a, from a fairly young team.
1: Alright Lucas, we haven't seen you so far yet this season, how's the body holding up? How are you feeling fitness-wise?
4: Yeah, um, I'm feeling really good to be honest. This week has been my second weekend, so um, I'm ready to rock and roll and yeah, to go ahead.
1: What's Arthur told you, mate? Are you, you expecting to maybe be on the bench this weekend or where do you think you'll fit in against Sydney?
4: Um, look, we're just going to um, see how I'm travelling, see how fit I am and um, we'll, at the end of the
1: day we'll just let the, the boss make that decision. Is it? Has it been hard so far, I guess you finished last season, you know, on such a high and you were such a big part of the eleven at the at the start at the end, sorry, to not be starting this season. Is it hard to sort of start again and feel like you've got to prove yourself? Yeah, it is. And obviously because I've been away for a period with
4: the international squad, um, I have to start from from the bottom again and, and prove prove to the boss that I'm capable to be back in that starting eleven.
1: What did that international trip do for the confidence? Do for I guess your career so far? Yeah, it's something that I haven't done before. So
4: once I got that um, call up, it was um, a very good opportunity for me to take, um, and I think it, it has improved my my CV uh, immensely.
1: Did you Did you learn anything? Did you, what did you take out of that experience as a
4: player? Yeah, just international football. It's uh, cutthroat. Um, you know, you don't get a second chance, so every time you step out onto that pitch you have to give it hundred and fifty percent.
1: And what have you thought of the Jets' performances so far in rounds one and two? Yeah,
4: we've played uh, the football we've to play. Um, I think that, you know, the quality is there. Um, obviously there's things we need to improve on, but I think that goes for everyone too. And, um, yeah, moving on I think we can be
1: a very quality side moving forwards. Just in terms of that style that Arthur wants to play, it's obviously high tempo and, you know, fitness is is key. Does that help someone like yourself being younger and obviously fit? Yeah, I I feel like that his style is something that fits
4: with me. And, um, yeah, um, I feel like whenever I'm called upon or I'm in that role that I can uh, suit it well. Where do you think you might fit in? Like, position-wise, where do you think Arthur has in mind for you? Uh, The usual left back position is... um, something that I've been when I've been with the squad that I've been um, playing in so yeah so you are gonna to have to knife off you to get a start <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs>
3: yeah. um can you take us through the um, experience overseas Iruz what was your how much game time you got and what was it like
4: yeah we played so before the tournament actually started we had um, two friendlies against local professional teams in Dubai and um, you know that was a good experience to see what um, the stage had to offer overseas, um, and then we went into the two matches against Indonesia to qualify for the uh, Asian Cup, the under-23 Asian Cup. And um, to do that, yeah, we had to we had to be quality from from the the start, of, uh, first the start of the game to the end of the second game. So, um, and that's what it was like playing international football. You had to you had to be disciplined at all times. And start I and mean, get lots of minutes there. Are you happy with how you went? Yeah, yeah, I am happy with how I went. I um, played two two ninety-minute matches out of the four, so really happy.
3: Both for the qualifying games or did you, did you do one of the practice
4: games? Uh, one of the practice games and,
3: and one of the qualifiers. Yeah. And uh, and did you get pick up anything from the coaches there about improving your game or what you need to do to...
4: Yeah, obviously I learnt as it was a different type of coach, a different type of style. I learnt a different style of playing left back and. Something that you know I can work on and um, yeah get get that into this type of style here at the Jets. And obviously, Arthur's the new coach. uh, You now
3: is he sort of touching anything he wants you to really focus on in terms of trying to break into this team and being
4: part of how he's trying to play? Um, We haven't touched on much yet, but obviously, I need to be quality in everything I do and um, work extremely hard how have you found coming out of the, the trip and then, and then the quarantine, it, it,
3: it, it's taken you a while to get some fitness back in, the, in your legs?
4: Yeah, I worked as hard as I could in quarantine, um, coming back into the first week, it did take a little toll on my legs uh, to get, get them moving again, but I felt really good um, coming into this week and yeah, I feel like I'm ready.
1: Did Hoppy really say feed the hot
4: dog on the weekend? <laughs> no, I he had to. The boys told him to say something. He had to say hot dog in the interview. So.
0: All righty, guys. So there you have it. A couple of midweek press conferences from Jason Hoffman and from Lucas Maragas. We'd also like to take this opportunity to thank the Newcastle Jets, and their media department, once again, for allowing us to use their audio. It is very much appreciated. Also, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the Crossbar Capers YouTube page, please make sure that you jump across there and do so. The links will be down below in the description to make sure that you catch us on a Monday night for the weekly podcast. And, as well, all these bonus audios They will be only on our audio platforms. There is a whole bunch of them, so make sure you check down in the description below here to get access to all of those on the multiple platforms we do put them on. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And as always, we hate Coast Scum. See you next time.